You are listening to episode eight of the Design Influence with Albie Knows. If you tuned into last week's episode, then you already know that you are in for a treat this week because we are back with Morgan Molitor of Construction to Style. And if you have not listened to last week's episode, stop this one right now, go listen to it, and then come back. Morgan is one half of the co-founder of Construction to Style, and while she's not a certified interior designer, thanks to digital marketing and just her overall passion for interiors, she's been able to build a successful interior design and contrasting business, contracting business alongside her husband, Jamie Molitor. Last week, I gave you the full rundown of why Morgan is just awesome and one of my favorite people on the planet, and we talked all about how to hire a team and why to hire a team in preparation for growth, the power in pitching brands instead of waiting for brands to find you, and then just what it's really like working with brands and creating content for those brands. It was such a good episode that we couldn't fit it all into one, and so today we are back for part two. We're continuing the conversation and diving right back in talking all about creating long-term relationships with the right brands, what numbers you should really be monitoring, and just really how they reflect your influence, and why the construction-to-style business model is shifting from client work to more brand deals. So that is enough yapping out of me. Let us get back to the conversation with Morgan. Welcome to The Design Influence a show dedicated to changing the conversation and creating impact on and offline. The Design Influence is all about you, the online designpreneur, helping you be a better designer and entrepreneur in this new digital landscape. I'm your hostess with the mostest, online interior designer, content creator, and nonstop idea machine, Albie of Albie Knows Online Interior Design. If you're ready for some candid and caffeinated conversations about everything from decoding interior design tools to growing pains as an entrepreneur to figuring out what the heck it means to be an influencer, then turn up your earbuds and let's dive in. I know that a lot of you are like me and probably like today's guest and you wear a lot of hats. You're juggling a household, a business, maybe a side hustle and just life in general. So you're always looking for a way to keep your business on track and organized. As both a designer and content creator, I have loved using Gather for making hashtag all the things easy to manage in my business. So I'm talking about product specifications, project details, budget tracking, and kind of all those back end details on a platform that is super user friendly and it's visual. You know, as creatives, we love our pretty things. So I would love for you to check out Gather, and I know you're going to love it. So head over to thedesigninfluence.com forward slash gather to get started with a free extended trial. Test them out for yourself, and I promise you are going to see so quickly how all those hats start to feel a little bit better sitting on top of your head. Now let's get to the conversation. You're, you're, you're doing what you're supposed to do during to keep the relationship growing, but then you're nurturing it afterwards because I've seen some of your repeat campaigns. Oh, yes. So what is that like for you? So 
that was also a goal of ours this year was because we had kept having these brands that were just kind of one offer that would reach out to us and say, I just want to do this campaign centered around Valentine's or, you know, Halloween. And I, we started really talking to the brands to be like, it's so much better if we can either do like sign you for three posts or six months or a year, just kind of depending on, you know, what they had going on to in their budget. But one, it's nice for us financially because then we know exactly who we're working with all year, how much money is coming in. And then we also know like, okay, that's the only brand we're working with in this paint side or this lumber side. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, instead of, because sometimes brands also will, you might do a post, but they might have in their contract, have a six month to a year where you can't use their competitors, regardless if it's just one post. Yeah. So our goal, yeah. So our goal was to try to develop a lot more long-term relationships and also it's more healthy for us to get to know them and really figure out what they like and don't like and yeah just build a relationship that we wanted to do long-term so that was the goal of ours this year was to build some more long-term relationships and it's been happening and I think it's just a lot more valuable for the brand too because you know one moment we don't want to be talking about one countertop for our readers. And then the next month we're talking about their direct competitor. Like Mm -hmm. even for us as a brand, I don't, I want to be more loyal. Yes. You know? And yeah. So I'm like, there's a lot of things for our clients that we love and trust this product. And that's why we only install their floors or countertops or And that goes back to like, kind of like the lifestyle piece of your brand, because like you said, if you're, you know, talking about doing different projects and different DIYs and someone reads and they're like, okay, if they love this wood flooring so much, why am I only seeing them in one project? And then the next seven projects is seven different other kinds of flooring, you know, now as a consumer, if I'm reading it, I'm like, so who who do I trust? Which wood wood flooring is the best? If if they don't even need one kind of thing. No, I I think that totally makes sense. And it lets you, kind of continue to build upon that because then you can say you guys know we love so-and-so's so-and-so yep. and so, <laughs> I'm like it, you can keep it's always hard not to say me, right? <laughs> but but and you can kind of keep building on that even if it's not necessarily a sponsored post technically quote right unquote. but for you as a brand you've established your loyalty to this brand which makes their credibility a little bit more prevalent yes. to your yep. readers and your followers. Yes, I agree. And even, and there's that fine line too, right? Where it's like, you also don't want people to think, oh, they're just getting paid. So they have to say that. And so for us, and a lot of my time is spent on education and figuring out what brands, even what comes down to them, like morally and ethically and everything like that, and what they stand for. Cause I want to make sure that we're not saying yes to a brand that you know, doesn't do things that, or does things that we don't agree with. And then all of a sudden we're locked into a year contract with them. <laughs> yeah. So, and there's a lot of research involved because oh you never sure. want to be tied to or associated with, because now you're entering mm-hmm. a whole other arena of now, For do sure. I break this contract? What do my people now think about me? Right. And it, kinda, it can get really, really messy yep. really fast. And I've seen 
um, to your point about, you know, you don't want to seem like you're only doing it for the money. I've seen in influencers comments where people make the remark of, oh, another sponsored post or, yeah. oh, like, do you like people kind of tend to get a little put off after a while. It's like, so do you buy anything? Do you right. buy <laughs> For sure. I know. Well, and I would say that's another added value for brands that brands that sign bloggers longer. Um, and I'll just say the name too. So handy paint pail, they do like the paintbrushes and the pails and stuff like that. They've now signed us for two years and Oh, congrats. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. But it's so nice because technically we only have to do one post a quarter, but because we love them and we've even like went into their headquarters, met their family, like literally love them (laughs) and have a relationship with them. It's like we use their products for every job we have, even if their liner is twice as much as like the cheap ones that you can buy just because, you know, we're devoted to them and we like them. And then it's like, then in posts that we do, yeah. Then in posts that we do, it's not like, every post is an ad because we're also just organically have built a relationship. So we're using their products versus you just do a one-off post. Exactly. And from a business standpoint, that's also got to be, you know, almost a relief because that's one less thing you're sourcing or thinking about because you just know, nope, this is my go-to person for this thing. This is my go-to brand for this thing. And so you don't even have to think about it. Right. Yep. So in your, even just in your business, for the construction side of things, you know, it, it, it benefits you to build more long-term relationships because I, as a consumer, I see a lot of brands who have done one and done with influencers. And I always, because I'm a content creator, I'm always wondering, well, why aren't they back again? You know, yeah. you kind of <laughs> can't help but wonder. For what, sure what was yeah, happening there. Something May not necessarily bad, but I will say too. So we, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we work through now we work through an agency. So our, so we have an agent who now does a lot of the negotiating for prices with us. And, um, it's kind of nice that, you know, he can definitely like vet all those out or clear everything out of the way and do the, the relationship things. But so what I, what I have said to, or, and he already knows, but once it does get through all that, like the contracts and the money and everything, then I usually take back over and work directly with them. Whereas I think some people, when they are working through an agency, they continue to work through their agency. But for me, it's, it's yes. And I am just so like chill and I don't know. Like, I just really, I mean, I'm not for nothing. That's what they're going to get in the content. So it's like, you might as well work with me. Like we've got exactly, the yeah. out of way and all that legal mumble jumble. Yes. That's all squared away. Yeah. But when it comes to the creative, the creative is you and Jamie. So they might as well right. be working yeah. with you and Jamie. <laughs> yeah. And I'm also such a people person that I just think that relationship building is so important. And I think that's why we've been able to um, secure, you know, another sponsorship after the other one, because we've actually gotten to know people, not just the brand, but the actual people and their kids and person behind the email and all that. Yep. So I think that's important. 
if you can share how much of your business has become, I don't want to say reliant, but like your revenue, I should say, yeah, is the construction and is these sponsorships and relationships that you've built. So it used to be, what was the percentage? I said 70, 30%. So 70% was the construction, 30% about was the blog things. Um, but now I would say, oh gosh, I haven't actually done the math, but it's definitely closer to 50-50, if not that less than Yeah, because I, I mean, technically I was doing more of the design stuff and the construction side. Like even sometimes I was out there with Jamie, like painting the walls, doing all the cleanup because we need to get the job done and to get paid, you know, so we can pay our own bills. <laughs> and now for me, like I'm full-time just doing brand sponsorships. Oh, nice. So, so that is, you. Yeah. that's essentially the only hat. I mean, there's still other hats you're wearing, but yes, you can now right. really yeah. focus on building the relationships, securing the campaigns and all that jazz. Yep. I mean, so it would make sense that it's a 50-50 split because you have, you know, you know that Jamie and his partner, they're taking care of, you know, the building, the designers coming in, making it. Yep. So it, it would make sense that it's a 50-50 split because your attention is no longer split. Right. Yeah. And well, and even on that, so Jamie's full time out in the field, but then when he comes home on nights and weekends, like he's also, he reviews every post that I put out because we don't want a tutorial, like from a construction side not being relevant or accurate. So he's also reading over all the posts. He's yeah. He's this weekend. He did two videos, like YouTube videos out in the shop of different builds that I technically wouldn't know how to do. That's more on the construction side, you know, helping. That's like his part-time job. He's a, he's a, a, a... He's a contractor, um, but he moonlights as a blogger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't like to show us face. But, he- and I, but I, I love that you guys still have like your very clear areas of expertise. And so that makes it a little bit easier to kind of focus mm-hmm. and kind of get it done. So what do you say to the designer or the creator, the creator who's like, well, it's just me. You know, they don't have a team or a business partner. You know, they want to keep, you know, filling their projects, you know, filling their pipeline with new clients, but they want to get, you know, more involved in working with brands. Mm-hmm. What are some steps that you think they should could start to take to make that happen? Mm. Well, I would say right away, obviously, like, know your finances and know how much you have to make to make to make ends meet every month or the year and make sure that you have enough client work to cover that. And then for me, this is what I did anyways. I wouldn't do anything above or beyond that because it's just going to take more time and energy and you can focus that time and energy on making content and pitching brands. And so I would do that right away. And then I would also know your numbers. So know exactly the influence that you have and know your numbers is as in like, you don't need to look at your Instagram following and your Facebook following and your Google analytics. Look at, so your influence to brands would be all that in a whole. And mm-hmm. it's not necessarily your following, it's your impressions. So when whenever we're working with brands, like we have to take screenshots of 
the impressions. They could care less about the following. So that's something that I always try to focus on because I also think people can get like, it's, you know, not depressing, but like a lot of people are like, Oh, my account doesn't move. And I'm just like, that doesn't matter. As of today, I don't even have a thousand followers and yet I've been able to work with brands. Um, so they, they really couldn't have cared. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. My, my pages combined maybe have a thousand right. followers. So, but it was about the reach and the impression. Yeah. I just laughed because I had someone the other day that um, I met with and I just admire their work and everything their brand is doing. And, and she was just so, you know, insecure and intimidated to reach out to brands. Cause she's like, my numbers aren't there. And I, I didn't even, I've never even looked at her numbers. So it like blew me away. And then I like pulled up her Instagram, you know, cause that's the first thing you do. And I was of like, course. who cares? Like stop looking at this number and start looking. I'm like, your content is insane. Mm-hmm. And like your engagement is insane. So I'm like, that's all brands care about is how engaged readers are with you. And so start like paying attention to that is ultimately what I'm saying. And then uh, I've been surprised a lot of people don't have Google analytics on their website. I would definitely get that on your website right away if you don't. Um, And then basically you just pitch that to brands, like take your Google analytics and your impressions and say, this is my influence because that's how many people you are reaching regardless of the number of followers you have. And I think those are the things that, you know, sometimes people tend to to overlook because, I mean, I guess it's easy. The first thing they show you on a profile is followers and following. So it's easy to feel like that's the first thing that matters. And it's like, right. Especially nowadays where people can literally buy followers. Like it's crazy. (laughs) It's, crazy pants because people do it and you can almost often mm-hmm. spot the people that do and even For most sure. yes so the time of this recording i know there was like a huge to do that went out apparently instagram was cracking down on bots and things like that so people are losing mm-hmm. followers by the thousands so that number really is irrelevant so right pay attention to your impressions well, and- mm-hmm. yeah well, and I'd say pay attention to your content that you're putting out there too, you know, cause I see people's work in person and then I do go look on their website or online and I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> like, night and day. like this doesn't even, <laughs> yeah, I'm like this doesn't even convey how awesome you are. So I'm like little things where, you know, a lot of people are like, but I need to post every day. I'm like, no, you don't. You should only be posting like what's a reflection of you and your brand and how you want to be perceived because ultimately these brands are paying marketing agencies thousands of dollars to make content that you're already making for free. So yes. Right. So it's like you, you could have zero, like these agencies don't have any impressions and they're selling them. Mm -hmm. So I always tell people too, like, think about you as an agency, like you're creating this content for these brands to show them how awesome their product looks in their home. Mm -hmm. So who cares? Like, stop looking at your numbers, (laughs) just make really good content. And I, I love that you mentioned because you've seen some people's work in person and then you see it on their site and you're like, ooh. Mm. So that, that comes down to good photography, not necessarily professional photography, but just good mm-hmm. photography. 
um, really commenting yep. it. Like I said, I've, I've seen your site. I've seen your YouTube channel. I'll even use your YouTube channel as a more um, accurate um, description. Mm-hmm. You're not like posting on there every day and doing kind of daily blogs and massive production. No, yeah. You know? But when you show up, you show up. And right. you have, yep. you know, a, a, a healthy subscriber count. Um, I'm sure your YouTube is part of your brand. Um, again, same mm-hmm. thing with your blog. It's not this massive production, but it is thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And two, coming back to the professional stuff, it's like that's all expenses too. So Jamie and I do, we do some on our own and then we hire out some. But the person who we've developed a relationship with, she's amazing. And she's, you know, charges us a good or like a healthy amount where it's like, we know that we could probably, you know, get something way crazier, but then we'd have to pay for that. So it's like, this is what we can afford. This is what we do. But I've definitely realized like, photography and video for me and the cameras and stuff like yes I can take a picture or record it but it's the time like putting it together and adding in you know the video or the music and all that kind of stuff sometimes I'm like hours I'm like time's money so better to just pay this girl to do it so we kind of have a mixture of you know depending on our month or the week (laughs) sometimes we'll do it sometimes we'll do it so but I mean, it's still yeah. like, cause your blog, um, overall, there's no like clear indicators that, oh, Morgan took this picture and oh, they paid for this picture. Like it's still all yeah. really well presented, a really good representation of the work that you produce. So the impressions, the content, what else should the designers be looking at? Cause especially a lot of designers who have tons of projects under their belt, they still feel like. Mm-hmm. They can't approach brands or they sh- can only approach them for like a project or a very kind of specific thing. Um, and you're kind of just shaking it up and doing all kinds of non-traditional collaborations. Um, how, how do you shake that intimidation or how would you recommend someone kind of get over themselves? <laughs> I know. That's and get creative. I'm trying to put my shoes in an actual interior designers situation I would say one they might approach a brand because I know of one that just did this and I was like what for a discount where I'm like are you kidding like you don't so basically they're saying can I get a discount on this and they don't pitch them to do any marketing for them so I think that's the biggest mistake is and I'd say it kind of well, it does like blow my mind when influencers just go, can I get free product? Cause I'm like, that's not, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to do you good because you'll get free product. But I'm like, that's not going to build a long-term relationship because the brand is going to give you free product. They'll see your po- one post on Instagram. It's not going to do anything for that brand versus if you actually spend time, which does not take a lot of time to just say, I want to market your brand. Like I want to you know, be your ambassador, you know, whatever it is and come up with whatever the project is, like just five things that you'll do for the brand and put a price on it versus just asking for free products. That really does nothing for anyone. 
Yeah, and I mean, and I think there is a, a time and a place for free pro- if you're working on a whole construction and someone wants to sponsor the I don't the sheetrock, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. I would say but <laughs> if they want to sponsor it and get free product, like even with that, but my mind I'm you always thinking like that. Oh my- yeah. I'm always like, how many ways can we make like, you know, 10 arms of money for one thing? Yes. <laughs> so I'm yes. like, even if you're doing an entire home, <laughs> if you're doing an entire home, it's kind of like putting on an event, right? Like think about like that, like what are all the different cool things we can do that night, you know, during these six months of construction? Like you could do so many things. Like even when the contractor's out there doing the install, you could do a Facebook live video. Or you can set up a time lapse. You don't even have to be there of the install um, and do a post centered around it and or doing the reveal party or doing a the brunch that you did. Like that's something I don't think I've ever heard anyone do. Yeah. Um, a reveal brunch <laughs> or a reveal. I don't think I mean, maybe I'm just not paying attention. I'm definitely going to start Googling, but I don't think I've <laughs> ever heard anyone do that. That's like at least like a YouTube video or a blog post, a few stories. That's a live, that just that one brunch that you did. Yeah. Well, and even for that brunch and I was, it was funny because like for the brunch actually came Rhea Countertops was like, well, host this, you know, brunch and whatnot. And I was like, or wait, they did the reveal party. So Handy Paint Pail goes, we'll host this brunch. And they go out of the Handy Paint Cups we'll do the drinks. (gasps) So they're thinking about, yeah. So like mimosas and the handy paint cups instead of like a glass, which I love. And then, so that's all I was centered around. But then as I started planning that, then it was like, Oh, this cupcake place will do something this, you know, uh, grocery local grocery store did something for the food. And then it's like all those different people are also, talking about you which so I was so excited to just because I like to have friends over and I literally am the person who like I want to cry whenever I'm leaves <laughs> so <laughs> they, I, I literally I think after that brunch I probably did cry I was like don't leave this was so fun <laughs> but um so even after that I had someone uh, send me an Instagram thing. And they were like, that was so genius of you for your own brand. And I was like, how funny, because never once did I ever think about my own brand for that. I was like focused on handy paint and like getting it out for them. But even when I put up the blog post, like how many other influencer and brand that was a part of it shared it. So how many more views we got? how many more views we got and followers on Instagram, you know? So I was like, that was the last thing of my mindset. And I don't know why, but I was just so focused on, you know, doing stuff for this brand. Whereas like other people are like, that was genius for your own brand. And so I would say that's another thing is like getting the mindset of not thinking about you and your brand and how it's going to value you. Like think about as you're pitching these brands, what are you going to bring to the table to make them look good? It's not about you looking good. It's about them looking good. And then once I think you have that mindset, like naturally 
it's all going to make you look really good too. And you'll make money. It it happens to be like a happy byproduct almost. Right. Is that the same? Because you mentioned you write for, you know, other sites. Is Mm -hmm. that the same uh, formula, so to speak, that you apply to be guest blog and those kinds of um, additional visibility moments that you have? Um, I'd say I, no, I, so all of our guest posts, I approach other people. And the reason why I started it was because of SEO and Google juice, like that's backlink. So any, any link you can have of your website on someone else's website is huge. So I started doing that because of that, but um, also it's just awesome because then they share you and you get in front of other people. So to me, I'm just like, it's a win-win. Yeah. And so, you're yeah. writing anyway for your own blog. So it's not like mm-hmm. this suddenly this task that is just so laborious. Yeah. yeah. It can be like a playoff. So yeah. So like even for Cambria right now, I'm working, I was working on one today and it's like, we do mostly all Cambria courts in our client's home. So I'm like, how easy so can we post on your blog about, you know, our top five products and why we use it? And they're like, yeah. So I'm like, super easy because you just pull five of your top projects you've done, explain why you chose those designs and done. Easy. Yeah. And then a nice thing too. So for SEO, it's like a lot of times people might link just your name, mm-hmm. but linking uh, not, not your just brand name. So on someone else's site, if you link keywords, like three to five keywords. So if I was talking about this is why, you know, some countertop and using like descriptive words and I linked that chunk to our website, like that has more, way more Google juice and power than than just if someone else talked about you, they just link your name, which is interesting. Yeah. That is a nice little SEO trick. And I I did not know that. So, I mean, it makes sense though. Did you follow that? Hearing it, but that, that is good. (laughs) That is good. Yeah. So if someone, if someone Googles a phrase that you want to be associated with. So if someone Googles a phrase on Google that you want to be found for, Mm -hmm. put that phrase into a blog post that you do for someone else and link that phrase to your website. I hope everyone pulls out pen and paper because I mean that that's not like, like it's kind of confusing that's but, not our bigger yeah. our, like, I mean and we could sit here all day and talk about SEO and websites <laughs> that's a whole other conversation sure, yeah. but I do know that that is something that is a very real struggle um and you hear about backlinking and thing like things like that but I don't think I've ever heard that hack before I'm gonna ask my website friends like why <laughs> none of them have told me that because that is <laughs> that is genius <laughs> And it makes I love it because that whole link is now hooked to a phrase that is coming back yes. to you. Yeah, so it makes absolute sense. Yes, and thinking about it in hindsight, I've yeah. googled certain phrases that I know I've used on my site to make sure I come up with them, and I do. So it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> the backlink thing works. I love it. So, oh my gosh, I, I have so many more questions for you. This, so you. <laughs> But what I want people to really kind of just understand, and I feel like you've broken it down, is that, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, it's not rocket science to work with brands, to get sponsored content, to get paid to blog. It's it's, it's just about being strategic and 
creative and intentional. Mm-hmm. Yes, 100%. And I think it's also confidence. And sometimes, just like I said earlier, which I'm realizing now, it's like, we don't like to say, oh, we're so good, or our work's so good, or all this thing, you know, because I feel like a lot of us are humble people. But it's like, when it comes to stuff like that, like, you just got to do it. <laughs> and if you can't say it, write in an email and just be like, straight to the point. <laughs> I mean, not for nothing. No one's no one's going to do it for you. So... And they won't know if you don't tell them. Mm-hmm. So you might as well kind of get over it and just say it. Yeah. I've actually, I was asked that once, like, what's my biggest regret? And that totally is it. Like, if I knew how much money this year alone that we made on sponsorships, if I would have started that when we started our blog, mm. like, yeah, we'd be going on a vacation right now and we're not. <laughs> I, I can totally, I, trust me, I, this is my first year truly working with brands and I'm like what what was I what was I doing before with my life I need like what and I know we didn't touch on this and I hate to make it as like a footnote um do as a blogger especially since now you have so many more large campaigns you're working on do you still use things like affiliate marketing and google adsense and things like that as part of monetizing the blog and all your content That is a really good question. Um, So we do Google ads. We also work through, um, so we do a lot of things through reward style. Yes. Um, You know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. And Uh, then. For anyone who doesn't, I don't. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, this one's (laughs) even hard for me to explain. So reward style. It's like an it's an affiliate platform. Essentially, they convert product links to links. That yes. So if you see on Instagram or anything like that, the like to know it, that's through yes. reward style. Mm-hmm. So we use that a lot just because it's easy. And any product that we buy for our clients, we buy it through reward style. So on top of the discount we get, we always get a kickback from the products we buy. And then it's easy I, because then once you get, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and I know um, quite a few designers, cause that's something I've done. And I know quite a few designers who kind of stop at the giving the client the link, but it's like, no, you, you have it as well. Especially oh yeah. If you're doing the purchasing. So. For sure. Not? Yeah. So I, <laughs> I purchased that. We purchase it through our, you know, our thing. And I mean, it's not a lot, but it's still like, if you buy a, you know, $400 rug, I'm like, that's 80 bucks you're getting back plus your discount. Exactly. It, it adds so I'm like, that's up. a lot of money to me. Exactly. <laughs> Imagine now it's a whole room. You can easily mm-hmm. make like 400 bucks off of like an $8,000 room or whatever it is, depending on like right. the percentage of the items. Yep. You know? So right. that's 400 bucks that you didn't do anything extra to earn. <laughs> so Yes, absolutely. And so we, and then on, on top of that, then once we get done with the room reveal, we put it on our blog. Like we, I said earlier, we're an open book. So I'm like, we source or we share with everyone, like where we bought everything. We put the link up there. And by the time our post, you know, has went out there, then we basically got the furniture for free where, cause people start buying it. So yes. that's, 
another, I think a lot of times people I know from friends that I have, they're like, well, I don't want to put out there where I got it, yada, yada. But I'm like, well, why not? If you're just going to make money from it, (laughs) I get it. If you're not linking it, but then link it to something so you can make money. That's so, and I, it's funny. I've heard people say then it's something that I think we, as creatives, that's always a challenge, regardless if it's designer, writer, just creators are always so weary mm-hmm. about making money. And it's like, but why? My yeah. dentist doesn't think twice to charge me. They will right. happily charge me <laughs> every time I sit in their chair. <laughs> right? Absolutely. You know, so I agree. That, that hesitation, monetize it. Like, it's, ah, oh, we can do this all day, Morgan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes. I was just thinking, too, I was like, we might do a six-hour podcast today. <laughs> this, this is going to get split up because we'll be here all day. <laughs> I love it. So I will say, like, the bigger picture here, you know, you got to have the confidence. You watch your numbers. Um, and for you, that's, you know, that's paid off and more or less roughly, you don't have the exact numbers, but a 50-50 split in your business. Do you ever see a a future where the, I mean, the content definitely relies on the business for sure. What are you, what are yeah. you creating if you're not documenting the renos? Right. But do mm-hmm. you ever foresee a future where being a content creator becomes bigger than yeah. instruction to style? Yeah. So Jamie and I have this talk probably monthly <laughs> oh. and, and it's one of those things too. When we first started our business, we were like, this is awesome doing client work, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then just for us, you know, we're guilty of as well, like comparing ourselves to other builders in town or, you know, remodelers or designers or what have you. And even there was times where because we also are marketing, we were marketing at that time, like a smaller DIY spectrum, Mm -hmm. people kind of not necessarily laughing at us, but being like, Oh, ha ha, you know, are you just doing your neighbor's house? Like we had someone say that to us once and I was like, Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> but then wow. as the, as these brand things have kept evolving and even just looking at this year compared to past years and how we've like quadrupled our numbers and brand sponsorships versus years prior. But it's also because mm-hmm. I'll say I'm now full-time dedicated to this, whereas years past I wasn't. Yes. But the amount of, I mean, we have incredible clients, but you know, out of all the years since 2015, we've had two bad experiences, but they like still haunt us to this day. (laughs) That stuff never lets you go. (laughs) It doesn't. Like seriously, I still have nightmares. And so does Jamie. (laughs) But we've, we've quickly been realizing even this past year, especially even Jamie, which I never thought he'd be because he's, you know, a man and wants to be like, yes, I'm a contractor. I'm not a DIYer, blah, blah, blah. Like last weekend when he put out two videos and I wasn't even out in the shop and he did it on his own. I was like, who are you right now? <laughs> but I'm like, he's seen the value and the money and, and he's we're making Yes. And we're being fun and creative and we can do it on our own time. And we don't have to answer emails to clients at 11 o'clock at night and six o'clock in the morning. And when we've compared 
brand, how much we make from a brand, how much we make from a client over the months, like the numbers are the same. <laughs> so with less of the handhold stress. Yes. <laughs> less stress, less like even those two clients and other times, cause I mean, Jamie, you know, the clients have deadlines and all that, but he's working in and cause it's our own business, but he's in the shop nights, weekends away from our boys yeah. All that. So like, I think he's also seen like how refreshing it'd be and like brands have money. So mm-hmm. our end goal is <clears throat> I don't think we'll ever stop doing contracting or construction, but we definitely just want to only work with the people that are a right fit for us. So yeah, that's where we're headed. We definitely want to do more brand stuff over client stuff. Mm-hmm. That's my goal for 2019. <laughs> I mean, I th- I think you guys will hit it. I'm I'm calling it now. I think you guys. Thank are you. Because you pro- aside from just you already have that experience and that momentum, you produce great results. I mean, I I don't see your numbers, so I don't know what the brands see, but just from Thank a you. content perspective, the photos are beautiful. The stories are like authentic they're not too produced but they're professional like it's weird I don't know how you do it but it's weird but it's good <laughs> thank you well I really appreciate that because like we all do we overanalyze our own brand like all the time of right course. <laughs> of course <laughs> we wouldn't be thank us you. if we weren't kind of not doing so let we me wouldn't own our own business if we weren't like that. <laughs> exactly. So I think you guys are definitely headed in that direction. I wouldn't be surprised. And I know you also have in the pipeline a few, um, like you mentioned earlier, some courses. Um, is it going to be on specifically how to work with brands and kind of navigating that world? Or is it going to be a little bit broader in the business mindset? So... Yes, we have the courses coming and it's, I've dabbled with what direction we kind of go with, mm-hmm. but what it's come down to is like everything that we do on our own brand, it's our lifestyle, right? So it's from construction to the marketing and all those things. It's like how we live our life. And so we're going to have those two sides to start with. We might go further down the line later, but So right now we already have it all developed out. So you come in and it's either going to be home improvement or it's going to be marketing the influencer related. So on the influencer side, I'm, or we're sharing absolutely everything from how much money we've made from the beginning till now, what our email templates look like, what our brand pitch templates look like, um, and how much to ask for and why. And even to how to do the SEO or social media or what tools or apps we use. Um, A lot of them will be free. A lot of them will be like five bucks. And then on the construction side, we're going to share with people how we do our bids, like exactly what we do, how we price it, what our markup is, um, how many hours we spend on something. We're kind of putting questions out there now on social media to also see what people want to see. Cause we, on our blog, we share like how to tile, how to do all those things, but we're kind of playing in our mind. Like if someone actually wants to DIY their entire kitchen and putting a course together for exactly like super detailed how to do that. 
And so, yeah, that's what we're starting with. And I'm excited. It's already all laid out now. Jamie and I have just been making the content. (laughs) I mean, that's going to take some time. But essentially, it's like it's taking your blog and putting and packaging them in these like three buckets, depending on Mm -hmm. who you are and where you land. So I love that. I'm excited to see that. And like I said, if it happens to be out by the time this airs, all that stuff will be in the show notes. So no worries. Yes. I love it. I am super excited. Well, and sometimes we've gotten questions too. Not, I don't know if um, people would wonder now, but you know, where people are like, why would you share all that or whatnot? But we've just realized that there's, we, we get so many emails a day of people that want to do home improvement to their house, but they just can't afford it. You know, like we'll get a lead that's like, I have $5,000 for a bathroom remodel. And it just like breaks my heart because <laughs> I'm like, oh shoot, this is actually going to cost you $40,000. But the whole point of doing a lot of these courses and same with the marketing side, like uh, I have people coming to me being like, can I charge you? When I said earlier, like $200 and it's like, that is nothing. Like you should not one be taking product for free or charging $200. Like you are giving them so much value. And so I was just starting to see this need for things. And I was I grew up in the restaurant industry and I've just always been like, my mentality has always been like to serve, serve, serve. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to like serve our readers or any, I'm not a person that ignores any email that we get. (laughs) And so I just want to be able to serve our readers to say like, or any inquiries we get, like we want to hire someone to do this, but if it's not in their budget, I at least want to be able to show them how they can do it. And for sure. And I think the more you put out there, the more you become credible and relatable and it, it only helps you in the long run. You know, it, it is good to right. make money. Obviously, you know, these yeah. guys won't pay themselves, but I, I think. Well, that's where the brand stuff comes back to. Mm-hmm. Cause if you're serving your readers, you're going to have more website traffic. And then with that traffic, that's how you can pitch the brand. Ta-da! For their money. <laughs> and it all comes back full circle. So Morgan, this is yes. awesome. <laughs> um, just for anyone also listening, I am gonna keep hanging out with Morgan. We're gonna do a whole QA episode, so you're gonna get more of her, but we're gonna wrap up this conversation. <laughs> and I just I have one last question for you. What has been influencing you lately? Oh my gosh. Take your time. It's fine. Is that like a person or a thing? Whether it's in your business, your personal life, a person, a thing, just what has been really kind of like making your heart sing and influencing you lately? Oh man. Okay. I will. Yeah. That's a loaded question. I could name (laughs) off like a million things, but I will for, and this is probably not people, what people want to hear, but I'm like, my family has been really influencing me in ways that, um, has been making me think like where I come from and that kind of design style. And even I went to my grandma's house the other day and I was just like, looking in her bathroom and all over the walls and you know and it just made me realize like 
so I come from Norwegian or Norway and, you know, Scandinavian style. And so I was just like looking at all that being like, I don't know, just like, I guess our family surroundings and even Jamie's parents house have a, they have a really cool Victorian home and like looking at that. And I don't know. So all that's been really making me think and bringing old pieces into our home right now that are our family's people. Kind of have like a history to them almost. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I feel like I've spent so much time buying stuff from home goods or, you know, restoration hardware, wherever that mean absolutely nothing to me. And now going to like our family's homes and things where they're giving us stuff or I'm literally asking for it. Cause I'm like, I'd rather have this like piece of furniture that is timeless, that has sentimental value that has a story behind it that I can explain to our boys. I love that. Um, yeah. And both of Jamie's grandma just passed my grandpa sick. So that's probably why I'm like mm-hmm. emotional right now. But like, It just makes me also realize, you know, it makes me realize the importance of family and making sure that like pieces are carried on through generations. So I'd say that's like really moving and impactful to I love me right it. now. I love it. Well, Morgan, thank you. Thank you again for hanging out. Thank you. I'm so honored oh to be God, on your I'm podcast. Have you like let's let's just take a moment. <laughs> like I, <laughs> as someone who I am kind of really navigating my own content creation journey and with balancing that with designing and stuff like that, you know with a child, with a husband, I've been following you and I'm just like, I don't know how she does it, but I love it. I'm here for all of it. I, I, (laughs) well, I will also say I am here for you and anyone else that ever needs. Cause especially for us mamas, like life ain't easy. And if that, if that's the way I portrayed online, I don't mean to because it's hard and stressful. And anytime you need advice or, to bitch or cry (laughs) send me a dm and i promise i'll answer doesn't follow them really quick i'm gonna include the name but it is construction to style and it's you that is behind the account like 98 percent of the time yeah so jamie he helps me answer a lot of direct messages but we both all read all of them okay so uh, you will will reach morgan maybe jamie but you will reach her (laughs) And he's a good guy. I mean, he's, you guys are like business partners, life partners. And so he's like the yin to your yang. It it wouldn't work. I'm sure if he was as awesome as you are. So (laughs) I'm sure. He's awesome. (laughs) Jamie, if you're listening, she thinks you're awesome. (laughs) We're going to hang this up here, but there will be a Q and a episode specifically on what we talked about today. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to that episode as much as I enjoyed having that conversation with Morgan. Again, if you missed part one, go back, listen to it. This episode, we jumped right back in where we left off and there was just so many lessons to learn so many amazing nuggets of information and honestly even just a recapping it (laughs) would make this episode super long 
So what I want you to take away from this is first and foremost, if you have been thinking about working with brands, pitching yourself to different companies, wanting to start doing sponsored campaigns and blog posts and social media influencer things, do it. You know, it's not about any type of particular size of audience. You know, those are not the numbers that matter most as noted by Morgan. You know, it's not about necessarily being or having, you know, specific credentials or any specific area of expertise. It's about how you translate what your unique influence is. Know your value, know what you are truly worth in terms of what you produce, the kind of projects and designs that you can create, but also monetarily. Do not be afraid to get paid for your influence because as a designer, as a creative, you know, however it is that you show up in your business, whatever that model looks like, you are worth ducats and ducats of money. And I loved that Morgan emphasized that, you know, it's okay to want to get paid because time is money. And in that same way, it's okay to pay other people to do the things that free you up to be great. And with that, if you need to pivot and shift and completely turn your business out over on its head, trust me, y'all know I know <laughs> that that is okay too. So I really hope at the end of this part two of two <laughs> episode that you walk away feeling inspired, confident and I challenge you again if this is something that you've been thinking about considering take a leap of faith start getting the crafting those pitches getting those emails together really researching what you need to do next Morgan she's she's an open book guys you know you can find her and her husband <laughs> Jamie over at construction the number two style on Instagram I promise you they answer DMs Ask your questions. She's an open book. Check out the courses, the links, and all the information for that will be in the show notes. As always, you can tag us on Instagram while you're listening with the screenshot. Ask your questions, or you can head over to the website www.thedesigninfluence.com backslash podcast. You'll get the show notes there as well. And Depending on what your questions might be, you are definitely going to want to hold out and listen to the Q&A episode that I have with Morgan. So that is going to be a bit of a mini-sode, a Q&L-B, if you will, but just, you know, Morgan's going to be with me. <laughs> and we're going to be answering some questions around this exact topic. So it may be questions that you already have. So if you want to hold out and wait for that, that's okay too. But tag me, tag Morgan. I hope you guys again are feeling inspired and I'm challenging you to just do it. Nike was onto something. Just do it. <laughs> As always, I hope you guys continue to join me every week. So if you have not already subscribed, go ahead and do so now. I would love to know that you were just 
part of the family you know and if you haven't also leave a rating and review let me know how i'm doing let me know how you think the show is going i love talking to you guys i love getting your messages i love when you send me posts and encouragement and all that stuff and i do it all for you so thank you again for hanging out with me today and i will see you guys in the next episode bye